On this episode of Money with Friends, wait, how much did Khloe Kardashian's Mommy and Me bracelets with Daughter True cost? And should we be judgy if it's in her budget? Does everything you buy for your kids have to be a teaching moment? That and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming from Detroit, Michigan, in my mom's half-finished basement where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show, I'm Joe Salcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the landscape. Like just I'll see hi. We break down those stories into what matters to you, our friends. We leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And we do it six days a week in about 15 minutes. How's that, Joe? Well, my favorite days of the week are when you and I actually get to do these together. Like it's the old days. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money. Instantly automate your daily finances in Google Sheets and Microsoft Excel. You choose whichever one you use. They're going to be there. Only Tiller imports your latest spending account balances and finances directly into Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel every day. For two months free to kick the tires, head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash Tiller. That's T-I-L-L-E-R. We're talking the Kardashians. I'm not sure I know who those people are, Bobby. You totally do. You're one of those people that pretends you don't know. And I know you're down there in mom's half finished basement secretly watching it. And you know who they all are. You know, all their kids names, you know, their hubby's names, their, their baby daddy's names, all that stuff. (laughs) Their baby daddy. Uh, It's funny. They're not all married. No, but that's uh, okay. We don't judge this. We're going to talk about judging. I call Cheryl baby mama sometimes, and that's awful. I'm sure she loves that. I'm sure she does. Uh, no matter what (laughs) she says, but when it comes to the Kardashians, you've got me like, she will totally bust me watching keeping up with the Kardashians. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I I'm eating my lunch. I have 10 minutes. I just want to be angry. It does. It makes you angry. Well, just, yeah. I roll half the time. A lot of the Instagram moves. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's and kick yet it. you watch. I, I totally do. All right. Let's see who's going to kick off this week's show for us. This is Bethany from the Money Millhouse. It's time for today's headlines only at Money with Friends. This one comes to Here us oh. from page six. And now you've got it. All right. It is by Alana Fishman and Melissa Minton. Chloe Kardashian and True's matching mommy and me bracelets cost $14,000. True Thompson is one blinged out baby. Over the weekend, Khloe Kardashian took her Instagram stories to share on to share a photo of her 16-month-old baby daughter's newest sparkling accessory, a Louisa Alexander pink sapphire bracelet adorned with the letter T that retails for $1,700. But that is a steal compared to the cost of Kardashian's matching adult size version, which will set you back $12,700. The reality star, 35 years old, was spotted wearing the pricey piece while out and about in Los Angeles on Monday. $14,400. Yeah. You want to read the rest of it there? That's a, that's a nice start. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, This is hardly True's first bauble, though. The toddler often models diamond stud earrings and blingy bracelets on Kardashian's Instagram account. Her mom, meanwhile, owns a number of pieces dedicated to her daughter, including a diamond studded True necklace and a sparkling ring that similarly spells out her baby's name. 
You can, of course, check all that out if you want to be the 15 millionth person following them on Instagram. Absolutely. You can also get links to the stories, by the way, on our uh, website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, if you want to read the story and click through to the post. We got a lot of people chiming in on this. What was the exact question you asked people on Instagram? We put this, we put the article out last night on Instagram so people could see it. And then we asked them what they thought about the Khloe Kardashian mommy and me bracelets. And on our money with friends channel, we got 38% said super cute and 62% said, yes, I'm judging. And then we asked them after that, tell us more about your answer. And you have some of those answers, Joe. Uh, uh, she picks up pennies. Fantastic blog says they can afford it. Worse ways to splurge than on something to remind you of your kid. That, that, by the way, Bobby speaks to something that, you know, Dave Ramsey has talked about before. And that is, you know, when you see people driving a Lamborghini or a really nice car and, you know, he's all about buying a car when you have debt that just is point A to point B drive the most inexpensive car ever. And he said, well, what about these people driving these huge cars? He goes, listen, don't compare yourself with them. If somebody makes $20 million a year, like the Kardashians do, spending $500,000 on an automobile is nothing to them, Uh, which is by and large, uh, some of the other responses we got. uh, I also, we also got this one, which came to us from uh, Julie. Julie says she makes so much money. It's like me buying my son a SeaWorld membership. <laughs> that's that's pretty, but it totally is, don't you think? Yeah, I, I agree. And it's interesting because even though the majority of people um, said they were being judgy and we got a similar response, I, I threw it up on my personal channel as well. And it was similarly skewed towards people saying I'm being judgy. Fewer people thought it was super cool. At the same time, the people that thought it was cool were a lot more vocal about it and wrote in, for example, our friend Lacey Langford wrote in saying if it's in their budget and that's something they value and want to spend money on, that's fine. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's okay because it's all relative to your assets. And, and we are assuming that the Kardashians are debt free and have the cash flow to cover this expense. I think it's pretty safe to say, by the way, we don't even know. I did not um, see the actual post myself. I assume if it was a gift, it could have been a gift. Number one, we don't know that it may have been a gift. It may have been a sponsored thing where they were being, you know, gifted something or paid to show it. Um, in which case it probably would have a hashtag ad. I don't know that that was the case, but we don't necessarily know that they went to a store and bought it. But again, relative to what their net worth is, it's really probably just fine. Here's here's my other question though. So they can afford it. And I agree with what everybody says here. A couple more I have. Our uh, indie cool chick says the mother and father are both multimillionaires. They can afford a $14,000 bracelet. Our, our thought leader, uh, Sandy from ESI and Cheap says they have the money. They can spend it how they want to. The restless creatives say Kardashian is worth $35 million percentage-wise, $14,000 like buying a pack of gum. While I agree with all those, here's the other thing I want to bring up, though, Bobby, which is this. So True grows grows up with all of these super expensive things. You actually, when when you were telling me about this piece, asked this question. Yeah. It's, is this a teaching moment though? Like, are you teaching right. your kid? I have a friend who is very wealthy, can afford a bunch of stuff, but when his kids, when I meet his kids, if we're not doing something that's like front row, best in class, first class, they always have this look on this face like, meh, this isn't really anything. 
Right. It's, it's interesting because it's easier in some ways to say no to a child about something when you can say, well, that's not in our budget. We can't afford it. But when you want to say no, just because you don't think that that's the best way to spend your money in this case, maybe they do think it's an okay way to spend the money, or you just don't think that you need to have that front row premium experience all the time. You just don't feel that's the values you want to have to show your child that they have to always, whatever it is, fly in a private plane or have a private tour guide on vacation. It's, more challenging sometimes when you clearly do have the resources because at the end of the day, those are that's money that you earned. And people have very conflicted feelings about whether their money should be their children's money. Some very successful, extremely wealthy people have made public statements that they are not handing down their money to their children, that they're going to give it to charity or some other way to divide it, but they are not going to simply set their children up for life. They might give their kids a little bit of money to get a start, but that is it's their money that they earned and they want their children to have a feeling of purpose by earning their own money. And um, it'll be interesting to see. This is a one-year-old look, so we don't really know. And um, even though we could make all kinds of um, judgment remarks about the Kardashians, I think people would agree they certainly appear to be extremely hardworking in what they do in terms of finding ways to generate um, income and grow their businesses. And, and so maybe their children will learn to do that as well in whatever way they interpret it for their children appropriately for their age. That's what I've come to appreciate, actually, about the Kardashians after watching them a little bit. Well, you know, part of me rolls my eyes and goes, really? They're known for what? For for what? But seriously, the fact that they can keep themselves in the media and they've used all of that to continue to work with more brands and put their name on more things and build this empire is really actually noteworthy and commendable if you're somebody who's looking to build a business. They've they've done a very good job of some of the things, branding, marketing, positioning that so many brands mess up. Uh, I also, though, though, like you wonder, like, where does it go from here with 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 true? Um, We do this live in front of a Facebook audience and Kimberly says something very similar to that. I'd be worried about if the kids are growing up learning how to appreciate money. Like, do you does is true going to appreciate that that uh, mm-hmm. that thing. Melissa says, my kids have no idea. We're just middle class to them. If we had tons of money, then they might see it. I don't want them to expect a caviar life when they'll be living a Pabst Blue Ribbon life. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that's really very true. And I think that a lot of parents do struggle with that. Um it's definitely, of course, life is easier when you have more financial resources in almost every case, but that doesn't mean that it's always easy to teach your kids about money just because you have more resources. So it can be complicated. I don't know that that is something that you necessarily think of when you have a one-year-old, to be fair, um, not judging her. I think a lot of people, when you have very young kids, you just that's just not a conversation you're having. But as they do get older, it is something that I think is worth bringing up in I feel everyday situations, I think it's important if you go to a supermarket to just, if your child wants something, just show them, well, this is what that one costs and you can buy this one that's generic for this amount. You know, what do you think we should buy? We have this amount of money for our shopping trip today. Make your own choices. I always say to my son when he's looking for a treat after school, I say, okay, you can get this treat now or we can, you know, take a taxi to your next activity. It's You have to choose. This is our budget for the afternoon. So it's important to empower children to make decisions that are age appropriate. Yeah, it's funny. Um, on the allowance end, we did the same thing with our kids, and that was I gave them an allowance that was a little bigger than what they than what they 
probably should have gotten for their age. And the reason was I really messed up with money badly when I got to college because I'd never been trusted with a few dollars. And, and I would much rather have my kids make a mistake with a few dollars than do what I did, which was make a mistake with a lot of money. My first mistakes were, had a lot more at stake. Um, so with my kids, my daughter is, she'll tell you, she's very much a spender, but she's fantastic now at saving money. But it's basically knowing yourself. Like even when she was a little kid, she would have uh, an allowance. We'd go to Target. We'd let her spend it. She'd spend it on something. Oh my, Bobby, it was awful. The stuff she'd buy. But then I had to mark on my calendar to circle back with her a week later when she'd forgotten about the toy or it was broken because it was a cheap piece of junk and circle back with her and do some parenting about was that really, you know, do we really appreciate that? So maybe this isn't even as much about the, you know, the, the bracelet as it is about being able and once again, true at one year old, who the heck knows yeah. what's going to happen there. Right. But, but, but later on appreciating that stuff. Is going to be important. I think something else about this too, by the way, to pivot just slightly, I can spend my time teaching my kids these life lessons about the practicality of money. At the same point, you know, if I'm Khloe Kardashian, I work my butt off to make a ton of cash. How much of this is, listen, I want this for me and my kids just kind of come along with me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could, I could pretend we're poor and we don't have anything, but I want to be out on a yacht at Saint-Tropez you know, at a high-end restaurant because I worked hard for this money and that's what I want to do with it. And you could also say, look, I'm showing my child the finer things in life because I want my daughter to learn to work for them and to earn it for herself when she gets older and to learn how if you work hard and you have a strong work ethic, you too can live this lifestyle if that's what's important to you. Yeah, that's interesting. And this is probably an hour long conversation, but we're going to leave it there. Thanks, by the way, for everybody's comments on Instagram and people hanging out here with us live. If you want to hang out with us live while we make the show, head to uh, facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins because we're part of the Stacking Benjamins family of podcast, the family. The, uh, family. And I don't mean family like Italian, like the family. That's not <laughs> us. No. Uh, today's, in just a second, we're going to have our takeaways. Bobby and I both have, I think, some pretty strong takeaways for this one. But today's show is brought to you by Tiller. And I want to take just a second to talk about them because Tiller is uh, an approach that I use when it comes to managing my money, which is nowhere near the Kardashian money. So because of that, I need to make sure that it's minded well. And what I like about Tiller is it's much better for me than any app that I could have because of the fact that it's completely customizable. I can manage my money in a spreadsheet, even though I'm a guy who's not a spreadsheet guy. I do not have the time to create all kinds of custom charts and graphs. Cool thing about Tiller is that they already have a bunch of chart, charts and graphs uh, already preloaded. There are a bunch of templates that I can use. The nice thing is if there's a piece of any of these that I don't like because it's a spreadsheet, I can make it even more simple. Or if I'm on the other side and I want to make it more complex, I can do that because it's a spreadsheet. Best of all, though, I hit the button once a day and Tiller automatically imports my latest spending, my account balances, all my financial picture directly into that spreadsheet so that I have everything in one place very easily. Tiller's a monthly subscription service, not a ton of money for Tiller, but if you want to try it out for two months, you could try it free using our link, stackybenjamins.com forward slash T-I-L-L-E-R. That's stackybenjamins.com forward slash T-I-L-L-E-R. And by the way, if you use our link, 
that's how they support the show because they send us a little thank you if you do try it out and uh, if you're happy with it like I am. So that's that. All right. On to the biggest part of the show, our takeaway. I have goosebumps. Just wondering, Bobby, (laughs) what your takeaway is going to be. So I have mixed feelings about this because at the end of the day, as silly as this may seem on the surface, I think I have to agree with many of our people, our friends that responded both on Facebook and on Instagram. We had so much response on Instagram. So thank you for commenting. But, you know, as much as it kind of gives you a little weird feeling at the end of the day, it's her business. She works for it. And we shouldn't judge her for what we literally buy into. That said, I mean, I don't think I would buy this for a child but it's in her budget and who are we to judge? She and her family make the money. They should get to spend it however they want. If they got someone to gift it to them, more power to them. That's part of their business. Um, So sometimes giving kids expensive taste can actually motivate them to work hard as the Kardashian family certainly does. No judging. I like that. But it's fun to judge the Kardashians. I mean, it is. because I think it's fun to cheer them on. I'm going to go that way. Well, they put themselves out there. And I feel like based on the response of our poll, lots of people feel like I do, where, yes, they completely judge all this stuff because our lives, our lives are perfect. And it's very fun to (laughs) judge somebody else's mistakes, Um, even if it's not a mistake to to, to judge it. But I guess that's also the crux of this. Right. My takeaway is this, is that, you know, the Kardashians put themselves out as an Instagram kind of perfect life. Not perfect, obviously, if you follow the shows. They're also very open about some of the struggles about their life. But when you put yourself out there like that, it's easy to start looking at external factors. What are people going to think? What are other people going to think? And if you want to live your life that way, that life leads nowhere. And I think that life is a balancing act between teaching moments for your children and for the people around you and also responsible spending on the things that you want because you worked hard for them. And the only way for us to solve whether this is a good idea or a bad idea isn't externally on Instagram, a poll asking everybody else what they think. It has to start internally and it always starts with what do I actually believe and who am I? And then from there, we create a teaching curriculum for ourselves and for our children, for the people around us. We begin to mentor people based on the things that we believe. But if I'm going to follow other people, they're going to lead me directly in a circle. I've got to start off with knowing myself. And I think that that's, that's the takeaway. Wow. Lots of wisdom coming from Joe Salci High today. But I've had plenty of coffee, so I'm good. <laughs> Well said. Fantastic. Uh, Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us today on uh, Facebook, making the show. If you want to make the show, it's facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. And thanks to everybody who participated on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle, Bobby? At MoneyFriendsPod. And we have money friends pod and uh, stay on the stories because we do do a lot of polls and you could get a shout out on the show. We can't get to everybody because um, you guys are so great. We're getting so much response, but please leave your comments and vote in our polls. And we love having you be part of the show. Even if you can't make the Facebook taping, that's the way to do it. Interested in what's coming up on the show, head to moneywithfriends.net or moneywithfriendspodcast.com. That's going to do it for today. We'll see everybody next time at Money With Friends. Bye, everyone. This show is created and hosted by Joe Sal Cihai and Bobby Rebel. 
and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Our engineer is the amazing Steve Stewart. And for a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with a real episode of Money with Friends.